You already know how this goes. You guys already know how this goes. If you already know how the podcast is, we'll be back in just about five minutes. Go ahead and listen to this. Because I want to let you guys know that today's podcast, right? My Thursday podcast from, from here on and, and from this point out. And I haven't told any of them this yet. So they do not know. Any of the individuals from the Jet Black Department organization do not know about this yet. But my Thursday podcast will now be dedicated to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So any donations that are made during my podcast will be given to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. <clears throat> this is These are also going to be a Podbean exclusive podcast. So you won't, you, won't, you won't be able to hear it live on the website. The only place to hear this podcast live is going to be on Podbean Live. So if you'd like to join and donate, please join us at Podbean Live. I would like to now play this song from um, Striving to Perfection, it's called Peas in the Pod. And not only do I, am I gonna play this song by them, I want, I'd like to give a shout out to Striving to Perfection, the Podbean community, and all podcasts that represent and raise money for the Jet Black Empowerment Organization in honor of Pod God to help local organizations prosper. Not only are they a daily podcast, but once a month, on the last Saturday of the month, they also have a podathon where all proceeds go to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So this month, it's going to be on September 26th. If you would like to donate, please go to jetblackempowerment.org. And before we start the show, here goes that piece in the pod for you. What's going on, Paul? I see you. I'll be back in about five minutes. But it's always been, cause our crazy history is the evidence And ever since them big ships came over with them lead tips And brought us back here to struggle and go through hardships They don't see us as equals, and I don't think they'll ever It's enough to make you go loony like the Tasmanian devil But my mind says, chill, we all gotta stay clever A storm is but a short time, nothing lasts forever But God said to your enemy, show high love But it's hard to do that when that person's showing you no love Better yet, no love, that's what they get back It's hunting season for them they're the archers and we the deer with the targets on our back Dark meat or light meat, they got us on the meat rack We just buying our time until it's time to clap back And then they better step back for waking the beast What a beautiful chaos, it'll be like a warm attack Until then, we just some cheese on the pie We just some cheese on the pie And you know, hey, we just some cheese on the pie We trying to get our message across Hey, we just some cheese on the pie Woo! We, we, on the fly, on the fly, hey, hey, we come together at a distance. 
because we on a mission. Holy shit, the narrative in our favor, a lot of nonsense going on. It needs to make some sense sooner than later. People trying to cope to keep from going Goku. Uh, the super saying they understand, but don't know what they go through. Uh, Injustice, oppression, constantly victimized. Yeah. They can't do much about it, but wipe the tears from their eyes. Uh, their minds never kiss the wrong. Hoping for a better day. It's the herbal blue of purple. They want to see your purple hate. They want to drink the pain away. They want the pain gone today. Pouring milk down their mouth till it's making them rap. Blowing uh, sticks of the ganja. Uh, drinks wetter than Ghana. Yeah. Playing their favorite song, Joanna. A temporary fix stick. They trouble still existing. Problems bigger than sumo, so we'll meet them with a fit. They'll linger no longer, cause they are this fit. We're more than slightly serious. We got it. We just some peas on the pie. And you know, and you know, we like some peas in the pie. We try not get our message to God. And you know, we just some peas on the pie. We try to get our message across. We come together at a distance because we on a mission. As for me, my mama told me there'll be days like this. She made it clear to me that life was going to be hit or miss. Though I was raised to be a boss hog, an alpha, a captain. I might be mighty like a lion, but no captain. She told me always keep a face up my feet. Don't let them see it coming and just stay in your place. Be inspired, good or bad or ugly. Always speak the truth, because a 360 perspective can always change a person's views. I jumped up for time in that age 28, but now I just want to make it to age 38. Rap bands and rubber bands, get rich like my uncle Nim. Push your Aston Martin and make it to 88. The way things is going, it's like we caught in the matrix. Take the blue pill and you can never escape this. Take the red pill and you can live it your own risk. It's see whichever you take, you're still in the hole. Damn, we just some peas on the pie. We just some peas on the pie. And you know, hey, we like some peas in the pie. Trying to get our message to God. And you know, hey, we just some peas on the pie. We trying to get our message across. We come together at a distance because we on a mission. Let me speak. Hey, to all the people out there going through the struggle, you ain't in the fight alone. We here with you. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to keep fighting. We're going to be in the forefront. We're going to be the uh. boss of the United States until we get our fair use. Raw talk. You understand? Yeah. We're going to be in the forefront, still in the show. Uh. But we got to do it the right way. You know what I'm saying? Keep God in it. Keep the faith. Even though they try to block us. Even though they try to stop us. Even though they try to do this. Even though. Even though they putting their knees on our necks, they pointing and pulling triggers. Uh, they want us to be SQN silent quiet niggas. They want to shake us up all the way down to our jimmies and turn our pride into minis and minis to crumbs. They make excuses because they think I ain't. And now let's start the show. As Metro's Mercury Great approaches, I shall create the illest podcaster known to mankind. But, Master, what are you going to do? Howard Stern, Stephen A. Smith, Joel Rogan, Dave Chappelle. Why Dave Chappelle? Cause he's a funny motherfucker. Jay-Z. Jay-Z? Because he has money. You fucking dickhead. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Master. Oh, I'm very sorry. The heart of India. The strength of a black man. And the pride of a Spaniard. I present to you my team. It's alive. He's walking, Master. He's walking. My team sports. And welcome back to another edition of the My T Sports Podcast. It is another beautiful day in the hottest city in the world. Yes, it is another Enfuego day. We're talking, we're down here in South Florida. It is just a little bit past the noon-ish hour. And listen, we got a high of 93 today. We got a low of 80. There's like a 10% chance of rain. It's a beautiful Thursday. It is September 3rd. And this is a special, special, special day. Because I teed you guys with this last week. Because I was still trying to make up my mind. And I was still trying to decide of how I wanted to do it. Because, you know, this is season six. Our 12th episode, excerpt 205. This is the 205th time we've done this. We've done this a whole lot more. This is the 205th episode for the Mighty Sports Podcast. Because we've given you bonus content. We've given you pop-up podcasts. We've given you a whole bunch more. But as far as the Mighty Sports is concerned, this is the 205th episode. And since we started doing this daily, I wanted to find a day... I wanted to find ways to make. Obviously, you're trying to find content. Well, let's let's start from the beginning. You start to find content. You can give yourself anytime you like, Cutty. But you're trying to find content, and in trying to find that content, I wanted to have a day that really, really, really highlighted not just not highlighted sports figures, and and in being in this positive space of highlighted sports figures, I also wanted to help out a local find find different ways to try to help out a local organization that I that I um. Um, that's how they call the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So what I am doing now is that actually I'm gonna ask you to mute yourself again, Cuddy. <laughs> Wait, what happened? I'm actually to mute yourself again. I don't know what you got going back. Are you catching waves back there? No, I'm cleaning my pool, so I'm cleaning my filter right now. Ah, okay. <laughs> so 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 you're catching waves. Okay. <laughs> so here I'll mute myself again and then. So what I so what I'm gonna start doing? This is the very first episode with this. So this is an exclusive episode. This is a Podbean Live exclusive. All proceeds uh, that's donated during this podcast, and I'll be doing this every single Thursday. So you can't hear this on my website. You will not be able to hear this live on my website. It's only on Podbean Live. And all websites is going to go to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So if you donate during this show, anything that you donate, I'm, I'll be giving it over to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. And the Jet Black Empowerment... Oh, they, we got our first donation. Thank you, Poe. And the Jet Black Empowerment Organization, if you guys are unaware, they are... They are a local organization um, that started in honor of a Paga that which they will be um, they help local organizations prosper. So not only do they have their own um, podcast that you can catch all over Pod being live that you can donate to as well, but also on the last Saturday of every single month. So September 26 is going to be this month. They have a Podathon. Basically, they're podding all they're doing podcasts all day, and all those proceeds go to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So if you so if you want to go ahead and donate in other ways outside of the, the podcast, you can also go to jetblackempowerment.org so you can donate as well. And I'll drop that information um, um in there for the listeners as well. So 
with that said, I'm trying to keep this, I'm trying to keep my Thursday podcast as positive as possible, as positive as positive, as positive as possible. So I'm good, I'm I'm in scouring the earth for all feel-good stories itself. I mean, I looked for so much feel-good stories that I started to touch myself. Like that's how much feel-good started to going on out here. You stay, thank you, Pope. I I I see what I appreciate. So we got our very first feel-good story. First of all, first of all, first. We have. Well, to- hey, hey, before you, hey, before you start your feel good story, I guess I should hang up then because what I have to say is not so feel good. And you know, and you know, and you know what I'm talking about. Were you going to talk about the, the the Nets, or were you going to talk about yes. Chris Paul, or were you going to? We're going to no, talk about the Nets tomorrow. Not for nothing. So that's not the first break in you. Let's listen. 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 We'll not first break. Hold on. <laughs> our first feel-good story and our first our first breaking news is that the Brazilians national women team, right? Or the Brazilians women team, they are gonna start getting equal pay as their male counterparts. That I is did the, see that. I did see this. Yes, that's what we're talking about. We talk about feel-good story. That was the very first yeah, that, that broke that break my headline because I didn't have that anywhere on my radar when I was getting ready for the show all week. I didn't have that anywhere on my radar. And I just, but then last night I'm starting to doze off. I'm looking up Brazilian women and behold you, I get no news on Brazilian. Women. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. So, 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 so big up to them. And I, and I find that to be very, I find that to be very good and very positive in a way that I feel like America is not going to allow themselves to be, outshined for too for too long right <laughs> they're not gonna let Bruh, they're not when gonna it let comes to women's sports they don't care let's be real i mean and no offense and all like the women teams should definitely be paid just as much if not more than the men's soccer team so yeah especially when, especially when we're talking about soccer especially when we're talking about soccer like like if you wanted to talk Even? about in, in certain pace because listen like definitely there even the U.S. basketball, even the women's U.S. basketball team, I don't know, like I don't know the pay structure for that if there even is one. But if there is, they should definitely be up there with the men too because oh no, they're oh, they've won gold medals how many in a row? <laughs> I was doing research, Paul. Oh, okay. Listen, I I I I like to engulf myself into my roles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I mean, you're definitely right. Uh, they, they like normally they they like to use a lot of things for justification, right? Uh, and so I'm 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 playing. I guess I'm trying to function in their space where, if there was any sport or in any function or any any place that you definitely were, the women should be justified being paid more. Is definitely with women's soccer, definitely. Oh, Full matter of fact, Absolutely. like you can't justify it anywhere else. You should be able to justify it there. But all in all, oh, they 100%, should. Dude. Listen, you already know my take, right? You already know my take, and I say, and I say it here, and I'll say it here again because, listen, you listen. The ladies don't just love Cool J, but I mean, wait, that's not—it's not even gonna come out right, right? <laughs> <laughs> You're a fool. But listen, talent loves the ladies, right? And the ladies love talent, right? So that's hey, how it's ladies. With me, 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 with
That's my ladies and I'm big up to all women across the globe. I'm done making that first move um, for, for equal pay. And yeah, they should be getting you already know my you already know my first you know my take on this. I don't know if you ever heard this before. It's not like you're getting your teeth cleaned. Like, <laughs> Shut up. Whatever, bro. I'll call in tomorrow then so I can uh, rant about the Nets, okay? Yeah, we got, yeah I'm, I'm definitely going to rant about the Nets tomorrow. I'm definitely going to rant about the Nets tomorrow. We'll, and, and I'll let you guys know what happens the Nets just a little bit later. But we'll rant about the yeah, Nets tomorrow. I'll call, I'll call it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hit you up later. No doubt, no doubt. So, not, not, so big up to... Um, to the to the Brazilian women being able to get um equal pay, and if you guys have never heard me say this before, I'll say it, going to say it again now, that I believe that ESPN is probably one of the biggest entities holding back women's sports from getting the line the, the getting the limelight that they should be. Like they they like to take mantles on certain things, and this is one of the ones I, I believe that they could have taken the forefront, where if they put in a plan to have an ESPNW channel, and they literally do the same thing that they've done with with men's sports, where you get you get uh you get an all women's cash show and you have you have the amount of women for it that you can do this right so so you have the women personnel you have enough women's sports and you have no problem putting the sports take everything off of your regular espn channels put it on espnw right go ahead and do, redo the contract with, with 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 the wnba um do a contract with the, make sure you put put all of the women um women's tennis on there put all the women's golf on there do get a contract with the lfl put them on there you understand you like you could get all of women's college basketball on there women's college volleyball you can get all of it on there on on the on the on a w on a on a espnw channel but more than just that you also need to do um have shows the same way that you have for these other um, male shows have a morning show for them where all they're talking about is women's sports because listen we also need to know about these women athletes from the time they're coming out of high school when they're in college you know what i mean when they get to the pros build up that same story the same way that you've been talking about that you've been talking about lebron since he's been fucking 16 and you've been building up and you've been building up this limelight story so every so the whole entire country could love them do the same thing for your women athletes have it where all we're doing is talking about them show show their show their ranking coming out of coming out of high school the top 100 high school women players and then show the same ranking when they're about to get drafted the top 50 women players coming out of college like it should be. It needs to be con continuous and 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 continuously and frequently um, thrown at us and have this information put out there. Because if not, all that really happens is that we just hear about one or two big names every once in a while when 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 they go when they go to the pros and then all we and then, and then we randomly hear when they do stuff. Cause you aren't following their every moves. You're 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 not obsessing over everything they do. You're not following all their tweets and breaking it down and trying to decipher codes as soon to see if they they're talking about their teammates. Do what you do for your men's sports. And that's when women's sports will fully take off. And ESPN, you are 100% responsible for that. ESPN, you are 100% liable. You can go ahead and take, you can go ahead and make that happen. This is, that ball is in your court 100%. And not, and you'll probably end up taking a loss for two years, but those, but those, but in the back end, you would end up winning so much so in the big picture because you will be the worldwide leader and first in women's sports as well. I've been saying that for years. So, coming into this, right? I actually had a, I actually had a couple of feel-good stories. The Brazilian women's team wasn't nowhere on my. Yeah, let me look at the story time going on. The women's, the women's soccer team, Brazilian soccer team, wasn't even on my radar. Women need to be taken over because I'm not quite sure why you guys weren't taken over from the beginning. <laughs> but that's a completely different story. <laughs> um. 
they wasn't even on my radar initially because, like I said, that story just kind of broke last night in the middle of the night while I was relaxing. What I came in here actually wanted to talk about was a story that I've been holding on to for a little bit of time. And this is a story about who I'm considering to be, as of right now, my favorite rookie quarterback. Well, my favorite quarterback that just came out of this last draft class. And that is Jalen Hurst. Yes, folks, Jalen Hurst. You guys are well, um, well aware of Jalen Hurst, the, the former quarterback of Alabama, national champion, former quarterback of of, of, of OU, Oklahoma, right? Um, switched teams and, 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 and still was doing just as good as, just as much work as the guy that replaced him. Like that, Jalen Hurst. And, and one of the stories that I heard about Jalen Hurst recently was that there was a young mother that was sending her child to school with Jalen Hurst's name on his backpack. And that yeah, because Jalen Hurst was, was his favorite player. This kid's like six, so maybe he liked him in college. I guess I don't know what he saw. Oh, man. Whatever. But liked him, so he had Jalen Hurst on his on his backpack. Well, he had Jalen Hurst on his backpack for so long that people started calling him Jalen Hurst and started thinking that his name was Jalen Hurst. So they eventually had to buy him a regular backpack that didn't have to have his regular name on there because people were just mistaking him and calling him Jalen Hurst. Well, Jalen Hurst caught whim of this story. And he thought that it was so amazing that this kid, that somebody, everybody kept on confusing him, um, this kid for him or whatever, calling him Jalen Hurst, that he got himself a similar looking back, um, book bag, which is a blue book bag. And he put the name Alexander on it, which is the child's name that was getting mistaken for Jalen Hurst. And he and he responded to, um, um, he responded, because obviously we, we, uh, Jalen Hurst caught whim of this because the mother shared the story on, on, on social media. So Jalen Hurst obviously got a little bit, and he was responding to them, showing them the, the picture, or the, I don't know if it's a picture or video, of Jalen Hurst with the book bag, Salem Alexander, saying like, yo, you got your name on, you got my name on your book bag, I think that's pretty awesome, I'm putting your name on my book bag as well. And on top of that, I, I think he also ended up sending him, um, when the, go ahead and sending him like fan gear and apparel and other stuff. The, um, the kids, um, Alexander's older brother, I think, he's, I think he's a Cam Newton fan, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw him represented. Um, the old school Cam Newton, Carolina jersey. So that, so those are the kind of stories that I, that I really want to bring to you on the forefront on my Thursdays. On the Thursday, then, like I told you, well, anything that is donated, I, I will tally this up and it will be donated to um, to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So as we continue, of things that are going to charitable causes, right? And, and, and it's really, and, and I find it really weird that I didn't get a chance to get to some of these stories yet. Before I fully had an idea of if I was going to do the, um, if I'm how I was going to um, do Thursdays, and it just so worked out that these stories never got in, that these stories didn't get in, and this is the perfect time for some of these stories to get in there, because as we've all have heard already, what's going on, Chill Will? Look, that Mike Tyson is actually set to fight Roy Jones Jr. And I know that most people think like, hey, this this is a washed up fight, and and these are just two old guys that are, that are trying to get paid. But more than anything else, is the fact that. This is a charity fight, right? This is an exhibition fight. This is a charity fight. At least for Mike Tyson, it's a charity fight. I haven't heard anything about about Roy Jones Jr. saying that his purse is going to go into charity. But I've at least found out that the ten million that that the ten million that was guaranteed to Mike Tyson is all going to go to charity. I don't, I'm not sure about the ten point five that's going to go to Roy Jones. Which I'm actually I'm actually confused and and, and concerned about that. Why is Roy Jones Jr. 
getting paid more in a fight that was highlighted to be a Mike Tyson fight? Is it because that he's taking the more the the, the, the more risk? <laughs> which, which 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 I don't which I still don't get anyway because from what I hear about this fight, because again he's going to charity, so this is an exhibition fight that's going to go to charity, just like all proceeds for my Thursday shows go to charity. Um, all proceeds um the proceeds that's for the Mike Tyson fight, what he makes is going to go to charity. This fight, what from what they said is that they're not going to be going out there to knock each other out. So this is fully an exit. This is a this is a glorified sparring match, like even more so now. And this is going to be an eight round uh, eight round fight, and they've agreed to not wear headgear in this fight. And the enter so I guess the change off for not wearing headgear is that they're not going to be attempted to knock each other out. And they're also going to be moving up from the 10-ounce gloves that they normally use to unboxing up to 10-ounce gloves. But even though this is this isn't going to be this isn't shaping up to be the most competitive of fights, right? They changed the time of that fight as well. Is it no longer going to be happening in September? Because I couldn't quite find a date for it as well. I know I thought it was supposed to be happening in September, and I couldn't quite find a date as of, as of yet. What I did find out is that I know they're going to be happening in an isolated location. Obviously, um, they're going to be there's going to be three other fights on the. Let me change the time. We got compensation. Um, there's going to be three other fights um, on the undercard as well, and then obviously the Roy Jones Jr. and Mike Tyson fight is going to be uh, the main event and and the main card. So, I'm excited to see this fight for more things because these, I mean, listen, any, any Mike Tyson fight, I'm excited to see. And also, like, I, as, as you already started to hear that, this starts building up steam for other Mike Tyson fights, which means that these are going to start building up steam for other charity events for Mike Tyson to continue to do. And we'll see if Mike Tyson continues on this trend where, where you're going to see a good portion of his port, um, 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 purse or even 10 millions at a time. Or millions at a time, if he's going to start um, giving them to charity, or, or you know, to I don't know what charity so far, but giving those proceeds to charity, because if that's if that's what we're if that's what we're trading off to start watching Mike Tyson fights again, I'll take it. Like even though, even though, like listen, Mike Tyson was one, at one point in time. I don't know if he was yours, but at one point in time, my favorite boxer in the world. Listen. The moment he comes back to boxing, he's gonna end up in, actually. He's officially he's officially back in boxing now. So yeah, he's officially again my favorite boxer in the world. But that's just Mike Tyson. But like, it's nothing you can take away from that right now. He's my favorite boxer. He's my favorite boxer to watch. So so I'm gonna be excited. So we're gonna keep track of that fight, and we're gonna keep. You know what? Roy probably is getting paid more because he because because he was complaining, and I mean, like I said, maybe maybe that extra half a mil is 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 for the extra liability that might that even though Mike Tyson may not try to be not knock him out, that Mike Tyson may just get caught up in the moment and catch him properly and knock him out <laughs> because of that's like how does Mike Tyson fight and not try to go for a knockout like that has to look like the weirdest thing ever, right? Can you imagine Mike Tyson trying to fight just to jab somebody up? Like trying to fight to not go for a knockout sounds like a fight that's that's for Roy Jones Jr. Sounds like a fight that Roy Jones Jr. could play and keep away and just keep throwing jabs. Throwing jabs. You know what I mean? 
So, I'm as much I I'm gonna watch this fight. I'm gonna find a way to watch. I'm not gonna pay for it. Like, <laughs> I know it goes to charity, but I'm sorry. I'm not paying eighty four dollars for that shit. Fuck you. Nick <laughs> Tyson's my favorite fighter. He eighty he. He $85 worth of being my favorite fighter. So I'm watching him in live in person. Like, fuck, I look like. <laughs> uh, but um, I'll go to a friend's house or something. Like, I'm pretty sure by then we'll be out of COVID. You know, I'll go to a friend's house and I'll and I'll watch it. <laughs> but again, Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr., at least we, we know at least $10 million of, um, of that fight is going to go to charity. Now, something else that is going to charity is also, I don't know if you guys have realized, but since the NBA has come back um, and, and started basketball camp, as I like to call it, we don't call it basketball bubble. You know, that, that's disrespectful. Like, I don't know what they're trying, what, what kind of narrative they're trying to build by calling it the basketball. It's basketball camp. They've all gone to basketball camp. You've all gone to camp at one point in time. Listen, we all even know about the story about that one time in basketball camp. Or, oh, I'm sorry, that one time in band camp. All, they've all everybody has done camp. This is camp for them. Now, but one of the things that happened during during camp, because obviously there's a reason why they're in basketball camp and they're not actually traveling around the country playing in stadiums, and that is because of the COVID um, scenario. So if you've noticed that there's been these NBA logo masks, and what I've found out is that all proceeds right that are made from those NBA masks, which I think they're selling um they sell them for $14.99 per mask or $24.99 for three. Um, but all proceeds for that mask goes to, and this is not just um, the 30 NBA teams. This is also for the 12 WNBA teams as well. So all 42 NBA affiliate teams. And I'm going to assume if they did one for the G League and junior NBA, if they had masks for them, I'll, I'll put that into there as well. I just don't know if they did or not, and I didn't see them in the store. But all NBA logo masks, are um, the proceeds are donated to Feed in America in the United States and also Second Harvest in Canada. And speaking of Canadians, before we take our break, actually, this is gonna, we're gonna talk basketball fully when we come back from our break as the feel good portion of our show. I, I'm not gonna say it's over, but a good portion of it is behind us. We're gonna start to keep, we're gonna continue to try to keep things positive as we continue to roll on. I'm gonna take a quick break. Really, really quick break, and we'll be right back. And I, and I want you guys to remember that for any donations that are made today during this Thursday show, because this show is, is, a, is exclusively only done on Podbean Live, right? And this and the reason why it's exclusively done for Podbean Live is because all proceeds that are made or any all proceeds or donations made during my Thursday show will be donated to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization, which which is an organization that um that was started in honor of Podgod that helps local organizations prosper or local businesses prosper. And not only do they have also daily podcasts, but also once a month on the last Saturday of the month, which is going to be September 26th this month, they also have a podathon where all proceeds go to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. If you would like to donate again, just please visit Jet blackempowerment.org i'm going to take a quick break and i'll be right back with you oh, no, no, no. they didn't join this team to win championships or become famous they joined because there is important work to be done and only some able to do it they are brighter better educated led and equipped than any team in history they are doctors lawyers, engineers, 
technologists, and combat troops, all prepared for whatever comes their way. You'll find them where the lights don't flash, and the only contract they sign is with themselves and their country. One day, they may be asked what they did to make a difference in this world, and they can respond, I became a soldier. I want you all to remember the change you want begins with you. Your vote matters. So don't just register to vote. Go out and vote and begin making the change you want. <laughs> Smoke weed every day. Oh. Smoke weed every day. Oh. And we are back to the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, still Talento Martell. If you're still listening, if you're listening on the only live opportunity that I've given you to listen to this Thursday show, and that is on Podbean Live exclusively. And we are back, and thank you for still listening. Now, if you're listening to the re-air, the re-airs are still gonna be are still gonna be put on over all of my regular platforms. So the re-air still can be ca- listened to on my website, and oh, you can also find it on Podbean, TuneIn, iTunes, iHeart, Listen Notes, Castbox, Google Podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, and everywhere else you like to listen to podcasts. At you can also catch this podcast. But more than anything, when you listen to this podcast, you remember that while listening to this podcast, or right after you're done listening to this podcast, you go hop down to jetblackempowerment.org and you go ahead and make some donations. <laughs> like, I don't care what you do, doing, you just make sure you go, you hop down there and you do it because it, obviously you missed the opportunity to do it live, so you get to do it on the website. Go do, go do that. Go do that now. Right now, jet, jetblackempowerment.org. Go hit him up. Go hit him up. You know you want to donate? Go feel good about yourself. You know, it makes you feel warm and fuzzy. Go ahead and hit that up. I didn't go hit your, hit your weed. It feel even warm and fuzzier. Because we know, like, you already guys already know that I'm an alumni of the Nate Dogg School of Medicine. And the Nate Dogg School of Medicine, we have one motto and one motto only. And that is to smoke weed every day. Love you too, folks. So now we're back into basketball, right? And it was teased to you guys earlier about something happened in Brooklyn. And you guys know me. <laughs> Like, 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 you guys know me, right? Like, you know how I get for Brooklyn. Like, you guys know me. Like, you know how I get down for Brooklyn. So you know what's going on, Jesus Free. You know when Steve Nash was named as the head coach for the Brooklyn Nets. I lost my cool. I I like and 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring myself back in the center. I'm gonna bring myself back in the center here. Yes, yes, yes. We got to calm ourselves down because I'm gonna try to keep today's podcast positive. 
I don't want to go in on Steve Nash being signed by the Brooklyn Nets. And it's not for what you guys have heard about so far. I've heard Stephen A. It ain't for that reason. I've heard what they've been talking about on ESPN New York. It ain't for those reasons either, right? I have my own reasons. Now, while I'm not a fan, this is a feel-good podcast today. We're going to talk about this tomorrow. And I hope you eat pork because we are going to go ham on this tomorrow at noonish, live everywhere. Listen, I, I think, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this live on the gram. Actually, no, 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 no. I'm going to do this live on my personal Facebook page. I'm going to do this live on my, on my sports Facebook page so that I don't have to worry about losing time. You can get every ounce of it. Right, so this won't be on the gram. This is going to be on my Facebook page. It's going to be on the website, mytsports.net. It's also going to be on Podbean Live. We're going to talk about this one tomorrow. But for right now, we're going to have to switch that subject as we move back over to that one time. In basketball camp, where we got to witness a game seven between what was supposed to be a stacked Oklahoma City team, I'm saying Houston Rockets team, at least at the point guard shooting guard position. Dan Tony's running gun seven seconds or less. Remember when I talk about Dan Tony seven seconds or less tomorrow? Dan Tony seven seconds or less, helping helping James Harden achieve numbers at astronomical numbers that he has never achieved before in his career. But yet they are pushed to the limit by Chris Paul. Oklahoma City and nothing but Chris Paul's will. But as positive as the podcast is, is that neither one of them could escape the fact that after tonight or after last night, one of them was gonna build be be deemed with the tag. You have failed this city. Is it just that's just what happens when you play a game seven? Somebody's a winner and somebody's a loser. And this game will come down to the very last shot. Just like the game seven that we got with Denver and Utah, right? This game will have his defensive moments coming down to the end. This game will be a one possession game. You will see everybody leave. God catch his neighbor's kid. I'm gonna have to look that up. Um, they leave everything on the court. This one possession game, and I want to remind one possession game, 102-104. It would not be without its moments. It would not be without it without its without its controversy. As 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 will be kind of be the theme for this whole entire evening. Because listen, while the players showed out, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'll let you know the referee showed out as well, just a little bit. And we'll talk about those refs as well. But right now, we talk about Oklahoma City and Houston. Where when this game was 102-104, not only did Oklahoma City Thunder have a chance to tie this game, they had at least to make this game a one-possession game. And this is what I'm saying here, what I've been saying here for a while. Somebody's non-clutchness is going to shine more here. Somebody's curse is going to reveal itself. Like, you understand? Like, James Harden and, and, and Chris Paul are both, like, Mr. Failed Your City. 
Like they are like you know how you have like Mr. Three Hundred Five Pitbull. No, no, no. That's not the case when it comes to CP3 or, or James Harden. They are Mr. Failed Your City. They will let your city down and not help you win a championship. That is them. It's just which one of them was gonna overtake? Which one of them was gonna shine the more? Hopefully, you thought Houston was was going to show was gonna was going to come through because they just had more talent. But it just means that they was just gonna double down a little bit more because hey, Russell Westbrook ain't that far off. <laughs> He's at least a six-man for he's at least a six-man candidate. If he if he didn't prove to be a most improved player fill in your city. But they would have an opportunity with CP3 coming down to the middle of the lane, just about 12 feet in, maybe 15 at the most, but about I'm gonna say he's about 12 feet in. He gives that little runner, and his runner falls short. Okay, Google, pause. I forgot I had extra noise in the background. <clears throat> and CP3's runner falls short. And that starts the beginning of the demise because that's when you start to realize that, oh, it's going to be CP3's unclutchness that shines more. And then the other part that, and then the other part that really got to me because first of all, CP3 had the opportunity there, but also CP3 had another opportunity to at least make this a one point game. And that is when they had the opportunity to send a foul shooter to the line and they said Gallinari. And I'm not saying that Gallinari isn't a great free throw shooter. I'm saying Chris Paul is your dude. I'm saying Chris Paul is your leader. I'm saying Chris Paul is supposed to be the is, is Chris Paul has been the one that's been putting his heart out there. He's been that front runner. He's the one that's crying at the end of the goddamn press conference. He should have been the one taking that free throw shot. Not Gallo, not Gallo. But this would just continue to lead to show who was going to shine more. And James Harden showed even though like listen he played like shit and he actually said it on ear it slipped out i played like shit i'm sorry oh too late but what he did do is come up with a key block at the end of the game when oklahoma city had an open three-pointer he closed out and got i got a piece of that ball and that would be one of the key play that's that would be the key defensive play that would help his team solidify a victory you 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 couple that along with Chris Paul running up short on, on, on that runner, him and then Chris Paul not taking the free throw shot and letting Gallinari take it. And then when they inbound the ball for the last play, I can't even find Chris Paul. If they're trying to give it to Steve Adams and that ball and, and that possession gets blown up. And next thing you know, Houston comes away with a 104-102 victory. And they will now be going on to face the LA Lakers. And I'm hoping that them having to play this game starts to push them in the mind frame because they're not going to get much rest. Just like how, just like how Denver is not going to get much rest, they're going to end up playing the Clippers tonight. They get this is a one day break. Lakers have been home, um, have been home relaxing. Clippers have been home relaxing while while Denver and Indiana, while, while Denver and Utah was playing, and while Oklahoma City and Houston was playing. It was they, both LA teams were sitting, were sitting back relaxing at basketball camp eating shrimp scampi and tartar sauce. (laughs) 
so we're going to get game one of Denver LA today, Lakers today. We'll get game one of Houston Clippers. Sorry, Houston, Houston Lakers to, um, tomorrow, Clippers and Nuggets tonight. And I hope that Houston realizes the, the kind of level they need to play at to be able to win. Now, because if they if they come out playing this way against the L.A. Lakers, they're going, they're going home in five. They, they are going home in five. The same way I believe that the Miami Heat are going to finish off the Milwaukee Bucks within five games. I've been saying it. I've been saying it once. I've been saying it twice. I've been saying it to three times and to ladies. That, listen, this Miami-Milwaukee game, it came down to a last-second shot. I, it, like this was a one possession game too. Milwaukee played a whole lot better in this game than they played in the very first game. So coming into this game, the Milwaukee Bucks are already. Can I get a little story? I can I get a little story music for this? Can I get a little story music. How, how you want this? Okay. So this game didn't start off close at all. Yes, told last night game. Last night's game were intense. And this Miami game did not start off close at all, at all, at all. Miami came out of... <laughs> Miami, you said, yeah, the guys playing pressure was so damn hard. Listen, Miami came... My, my nephew, like, see, he was born down here in Miami, but he decided to bet that Milwaukee was going to win this game. And this game started off with Miami taking an early lead. Early, taking an early big lead. So this game didn't start off close. Miami would lead the majority of this game. And listen, I'm telling you guys, I believe this Miami team could win a championship this year. In basketball camp, the Miami Heat can win a champ. I've been telling, and I don't like Miami enough to have to repeat this, but I have to tell you my truths because I've said this in basketball camp. If Milwaukee's gonna lose to Orlando. They're never gonna get past the Heat ever. The way they looked against Orlando, you would never get past the Heat, even in your best efforts, which is one of them last night. You are not gonna get past the Heat. Miami Heat led the majority of this game, but this game still ended up being a one-possession game. This game still ended up being a game that you can argue. Should have went into overtime because the Greek freak came out last night. They said the freaks come out at night. Yes, he did. Because he was not about to let his team go quietly into the night. If he was going to fall, he was going to fall on his sword or on the buck's horn if he had to. And not for nothing, the Heat was starting to fizzle out. They're not making some shots. You could call it defense. No, making 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 some 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 god awful turnovers. But there was some, there was nothing more god awful than some of the late foul calls made at the end of that game. 
<laughs> these ref, listen, I, I I see in the comments that people think that the referees had it out for them. These refs may have, I don't understand these refs. We start off with the foul call that's called on, um, not CJ McCullough. Oh man, who's who's the little? I'm, I'm forgetting his name. It's not CJ McCullough that I'm thinking about. Crap. Oh man, how did his name? Um, Middleton, Chris Middleton. There we go. So they they get the three point shot on Middleton, and that three point shot is the one that literally tied the game because they called foul on that shot, and it was those at that point in time the game was one fourteen one eleven. Chris Middleton makes all three of those free throws and ties the game up 114-114. Now Jimmy Butler, you know, we get a couple of plays, and Jimmy Butler is taking a shot in the corner. And the ball is released. Game is tied. Time is expired. And they call a foul on that play. On one angle, it doesn't even look like he touched him. Jimmy Butler does what he's supposed to do. He falls on that play and he sells it because players players are taught to fall and sell contact on every given thing. James Harden just does it way more annoyingly than anybody else. As I am watching the game between Fernandez from Canada and Curlin from the United States, it looks like Curlin is ranked number two in this tournament. Is this the U.S. Open going on right now? Yeah, this is the U.S. Open going on right now. And she is up 5-4 in her first set. Yes, folks, so if you ever wonder where my where my attention is going to go every once in a while during the, during the last 10 minutes of this podcast, that's kind of where it goes to. Now, so the referees will review this call. They will, let, they will see if it's a foul. And they will still come away after... And I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I, I, I've said this for the NFL and I've, and I've said this for basketball. And mainly I need to put these in video form, right? So that I can just share this and share it and share it and keep sharing it to them and become annoying with this. Reviews, official reviews should take no longer than one play clock. It should not take any longer than one play clock. That way you can make a event out of it. The Nokia review of the game the timberland review of the game the hennessy review of the game the 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 give me a give me a give me a, a listen an eyeglass company you know what i mean optical express review of the game you know what i mean lens crafters review of the game so that way you get an extra sponsor in there one but now you put them on a clock 24 seconds to review it and then you give them an out statement Within the time allotted, we did not see enough evidence to overturn the call. You allow both of them to you, and I'm saying the same thing for football. Give them 35 seconds. Make it a play clock. That's it. It becomes an event. <laughs> there you go to Jenny Optical. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like review of the game. Like you get like every single time that they, they want to review, there goes that sponsor. That sponsor now has to pay for that. And there goes their spot. You put them in a you put them in a picture by picture screen, and you run a commercial for them while you see the person doing review in the bottom left hand corner. Like, come on now, you done production your lives now. Like, come on now, get on your game, B. This is why y'all need me in your room. 
Like you need me in your rooms. Like you need me in your rooms. You want me on your rooms. There's times like this when great advertisement ideas go over your head and <laughs> and you can't capitalize on them. Like you want these ideas, you can't handle these ideas. But if you had stuff like this in place, it would. <laughs> <laughs> We're in my TPR agency. <laughs> like, we'll help your shit look good. <laughs> oh, man. You my PR, right? Oh, oh, I got you too. I got you too. <laughs> oh, man. So, they you got the, the the referees went and reviewed this play, and they still came away and found that this play um, was a foul. Once again, NFL, NBA, you put my ideas into play. You don't have this problem. You don't have this problem because you give them an out. Give them the out, you, and you also make money. And you make more. Man, I'm telling you. Because right now it's being questioned if that referee had money on this game based off him calling a foul because you know what everybody else would have rather seen? Then Jimmy Butler taking two free throws with no time left on the on the clock with on a tie game to see if he's gonna make one of these two to um to send to send Milwaukee home down 0-2. We would like to see an overtime. All of us would have liked to see an overtime, and you let them play it out overtime. Five minutes. Who's better? Milwaukee has been gaining steam. Miami has been fucking up. Let's see what happens. Now, granted, I got Miami in five anyway. But let's see what happens. Maybe this is the one game that Milwaukee was able to sneak away with. Now, you, now you've deflated them. Look at them. Look, have you seen Giannis's face? Look at him. He looks defeated. He looks defeated. Slumped over. Like you see that body language, bot, bad posture. You know what I mean? Like, like, like lips are sunk down. Got the droopy eyes. You know what I mean? And with every embarrassing loss that he takes to Miami, not only does Miami get one step closer to an NBA championship or make it to the NBA, or make it to the NBA finals, they get one step closer to getting Giannis out of the combo. And even if they make it to the NBA finals and they lose, then that would be even a bigger help for them to go to Giannis and say, hey, if we had you, we beat LeBron, or we beat Kawhi, and we win an NBA champion. Come join the Heat. You saw, we, yo, you've seen how we dismantled you? If we had you, we'll dismantle the league. For real, for real. Not for play, for play like you did in Milwaukee. We'll do that shit for real, for real, in Fuego style. We'll turn up the heat. So now the Milwaukee Bucks are down 0-2. The Milwaukee Bucks is down 0-2 and it's not looking good. It's not looking good. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. I've been saying this. Listen, I don't know what's going to happen. Listen, Houston, LA in five. Den um, Denver, Clippers in five. <laughs> Miami, Miami, Milwaukee in five. And Boston, Toronto. Have we talked about Boston, Toronto? Did we even get to Boston, Toronto last night? Did we get how, yo, Boston, 
Like Boston's party is is is, is burning up the Celtics, and 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 and, and it's like it's burning up like. Well, Boston's party is burning up the team. Basically, that's what's happening here. In case you're trying to, basically, the Celtics are lighting up the Toronto Raptors, and they're also and the Toronto Raptors, the reigning champions, are also down 0-2. So the reigning, so the reigning defending MVP, right of the league, and the guy that may be your two-time MVP, he is down 0-2 to the Miami Heat. The, t- the team that just won an NBA championship, they're down 0-2 to the Boston Celtics. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm still going to stand here firmly and, and tell you that there are five possible teams that could win an NBA championship. Maybe six, but five. The Clippers, the Lakers, the Celtics, the Heat, and maybe the Raptors. And they get that consideration because they were just champs. Before then, before they had Kawhi Leonard, they were choke artists to me. I'm going to give Pascal Siakam and On Van Fleet some credit to help negate the choke artists that Kyle Lowry is. Because I don't trust him. I haven't trusted him for years. And even when Kawhi was there, he was kind of untrustworthy. Now, he's been a trust, he's always a trustworthy leader. You can't always trust on his play and always trust for him to be there. What's going on, Frankenstein? Welcome to the podcast, Mighty Sports Podcast. You're catching about the last five minutes of the podcast as we begin to wrap down. And just to let you know that I need to join in the podcast. These are one of my, this is my special Thursday's podcast. This is a pod bean lot. So if you, I don't see if you've been able to read the description on this, but all proceeds that are made during this podcast, basically all donations and proceeds are donated to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. Um, and the Jet Black Empowerment Organization, if you are wondering, is an organization that 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 started in the honor of Pagat that they oh, that they help local man. businesses prosper. Not only do they also have daily podcasts themselves, but also once a month on the last Saturday of the month, they also have a podathon where all proceeds go to the Jet Black Empowerment Organization. So if you ever want to just donate to that in general, you can just head up go to jetblackempowerment.org. And as I mentioned as well, too, if you want to go there, um, anything that is donated to this podcast today, this like, and, and and will be happening for any Thursday podcast, all of those proceeds will be going directly to the Jet Black um, Empowerment Organization. Wanted to make oh sure I get that God. out one last time before we uh we, before the podcast. And yes, that is my tea, as my phone likes to hit me up right on cue. <laughs> so, back to these matchups. The, the Toronto Raptors, I fully believe, I only give them the benefit of the doubt because they just lost. They just won a championship last year, and we're hoping that Pascal Siakam and Van Fleet can give you a little bit more than what Cal Lowry is because Cal Lowry is not the trustworthy leader of that team. He's a trustworthy leader. He's just, he's just not a trustworthy leader, if that, if that makes any sense. But what basketball camp has helped done for the Miami Heat, the Boston Celtics, those two guys, those two teams, are bona fide contenders for a championship. Even at this young stage in their career, definitely Boston. Like, you, remember, they still they still have a veteran point guard, and, and and I and I've told you this, and I've told you this tons and tons of time again. Kyrie, whatever Kyrie you think about Kyrie Irving, is is it's fairy dust. He he has he has sprinkled on some fairy dust on him to make you guys think that he is a good player, based off of one shot. In one finals. 
But that is the last, that's the end of the, of the show. Thank you, everybody that's, that's made it onto the Mighty Sports Podcast. Poe, Frankenstein, Chill Will, my boy Cuddy, um, and any and, and everybody that's doing it. I have to make sure I, I, I see these and I go ahead and get those tallied up so I can get that sent over. Because we're about to end the show. Thank you again for listening. As I like to say, let the optimism of tomorrow be your foundation for today. We are out of here and we will see you right back here at the noonish hour no i like 12:07 when i say noonish you know what i mean we start at the room opens at 12 the podcast don't start officially to 12:07 but we will be right back with you here tomorrow and tomorrow we're going to talk about those nets because man it is irking me where brooklyn at sorry B. i tried Honest. All the bandwidth in the world can keep me contained. No lag, no lag. Gonna share my talents with Podbean Live. Always knew I'd take the pod there. Just a lot later than a lot of listeners thought. Last of the real gabbers. Well, maybe not the last. Munchkin got good mic skills. New, improved, my tea podcaster. Potting down now. Last call for drinks. Bars closing. Sun's out. Heard the casino got a buffet breakfast. Don't want to go far. Wild night. Tired, B. Tired. My T. Sports.